0: Welcome to The Littlest Podcast, the show where Stefan and myself go through every episode of The Littlest Hobo and report back on it. How was that? Pretty good. Okay, thanks. It's going to be a one-woman podcast. <laughs> okay. Just Anytime you want to do
1: an entire episode by yourself.
0: <laughs> just a one-woman show. Yeah. I'm your host, Katie.
1: Right. And I'm your co-host, Stefan.
0: And uh, today we're going to be talking about... Epis- season one episode eight heritage which first aired december 6 1979 and i'm going to read the synopsis if you just listened to the last episode you would have already heard it but i'm going to read it again
1: yeah don't binge <laughs> listen to these episodes no,
0: please don't i don't know what that would do for your mental health <laughs> uh so the hobo finds an eccentric old gold prospector who's being harassed and intimidated by someone trying to acquire his mine so that is from imdb
1: wow pretty it's uh it's written better than the episode
0: (laughs) (laughs) it really is (laughs) it's amazing how that happens uh so should i just dive right in just dive right in yeah so we start off the episode um with a shot of a shack in the middle of like not the woods it's like an empty like a i don't know field we'll call it yeah um there's some really jaunty banjo music playing
1: (laughs) Yes. It'll be a
0: theme throughout this whole episode. Get
1: used to the jaunty banjo music. It will be used for everything.
0: Everything. Even when it's really inappropriate. Oh,
1: more <laughs> often than not when it's really yeah. inappropriate.
0: Right. Uh, so a man comes out of the shack, and Hobo appears from behind the shack carrying, I think, a lantern. Yes. And they're headed to a mine shaft that's like just a little ways away. Uh, and the old man, uh, he is so hard to understand sometimes. So the first thing he says is, Come on partner I think is what he says Come on father But I heard come on father <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard I was like is that I what he well,
1: this guy's got a couple screws loose
0: right. <laughs> Maybe I mean, his father Oh no Maybe he
1: was before he was a dog <laughs>
0: Right <laughs> We do know that wizardry <laughs> Wizardry was involved So uh yeah I had no I he, later he, on from context assume he said
1: partner he calls him alternatively he calls him partner or padra okay he he calls them both
0: okay because i could not and then he launches into this monologue and i wrote it down as i heard it okay (laughs) which will make no sense
1: uh you can only read it if you do it with the accent
0: oh no (laughs) i don't think i can do that accent we'll try now that we've got the chores done (laughs) nope not happening it's great keep going (laughs) <laughs> okay. Now that we got the chores done, we could spend a couple hours of mine. I feel lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say this next line because it makes no sense. <laughs> I feel lucky bar jingles, you're right. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to Bar Jingles <laughs> is the name
1: of my house cat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it? I don't know. I have no idea. If I ever get a
1: house cat, I'm going to name it Bar Jingles.
0: (laughs) It it would be a great name. This is what I mean about him making no sense. And I looked at the closed captioning, and this is also confirming what he said. (laughs) You're right. This might be the day that Jasper, which is his name. Yeah. We learned his last name later on. Yes. But every single time I listened to this, I heard him say, Jasper, begin (laughs) attorney. jasper begin attorney (laughs) like what this i listened to it many times trying to hear him say something such a good start for an episode right and that's all he says is jasper begin attorney (laughs) jasper begin attorney what does it mean okay so he says jasper begin attorney hits the mother load it was a day exactly like this in 1936 or now is it 38 and then he continues on, rambling. Like.
1: just rambling away.
0: But that monologue, I could spend like an hour just talking <laughs> about that monologue. He's so hard to understand.
1: He absolutely <laughs> is.
0: Like, bar jingles. What does that mean? Bar jingles. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> okay, but anyways, just listen. If you have time, maybe I'll post it on Instagram. It's beautiful. <laughs> So Jasper heads into the mine. He's, like, jabbering away at a hobo, blah, 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 uh, as two motorcyclists show up. Yes. Uh, and at first we don't know if they're good or bad, but then the one says to the other, okay, you run through the crops. I'll run through the chicken house. We'll starve the old guy out of there.
1: He didn't say it fast enough.
0: Oh, that's true. He does. he
1: says it extraordinarily <laughs> fast. He
0: has a timeline. He opens
1: up. <laughs> they both open up the shields, <laughs> like their, their visors. Yep. And he goes, Okay, you run through the crops, I'll knock over the chicken house, we'll starve the old guy out.
0: It's like they had one minute to shoot that scene.
1: And the other guy starts laughing, but then he puts down his shield and cuts off the laughing mid-laugh. So he's like,
0: ha ha Okay, you run through the crops, I'll knock over the chicken house, we'll starve the old guy out. And so they proceed to do that while... Uh- jasper and hobo are in their mine they like run through the crops they knock over or they pull his chicken coop apart with yeah. some rope they knock down his outhouse uh really mean stuff at this point i was actually feeling a little bad for jasper mm-hmm. you know i was still thinking oh nice old man
1: jasper begin attorney <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> i don't know why that kills me so much <laughs> what does it mean
1: he's just starting out <laughs> You know, there's attorneys at law. He's just yeah. beginning. He's a begin attorney.
0: He's a begin attorney. Yeah. <laughs> it's never too late to start over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a seven year old prospector. He's got a Times are a- changing
0: Right. They're saying there's no mineral deposits in that mine anymore. That's right. Got to try a new career.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Attorney. <laughs>
0: okay. So Jasper runs to go get his gun. Uh, hobo has a better idea. He grabs a rope.
1: Yeah. He grabs a rope that's... Attached, attached to, to the, wrist? One of the, the wrist i think it's still in the yeah. hand of one mm. of the motorcyclists because he had pulled on it to pull over the the uh, outhouse okay. yes and a hobo
0: <laughs>
1: pulls a grown man off a motorcycle <laughs>
0: yeah He flies backwards.
1: He flies back. I think Hobo's on the juice.
0: (laughs) I think so. (laughs) He's a super soldier. (laughs) That's great.
1: He's incredibly strong. He's
0: very, very strong. He's got that Captain America serum. Yeah, not only does he pull the
1: man off the motorcycle, he breaks the man's arm.
0: He does, yes. (laughs) That's true. Later on we find that out. And... While he's doing that, Jasper comes out with his gun, babbling something. I don't know what he's saying. He shoots it and flies backwards and goes, "Wee!" <laughs> 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 he does too. Wee! We did it, partner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: he's got a big old double barrel shotgun. Like, this is very, he's very reminiscent of uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. Like, I was thinking
0: Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam, yeah. Yeah. He's
1: like, he's every stereotype you could possibly imagine about a prospector. Yes. Um, And yeah, he does like a cartoonish, fires the gun, and the gun's so powerful, (laughs) it knocks him over.
0: And again, I'm still at this point kind of like, oh, he's a funny old man. Then we cut, it's a really weird cut. Like, all of a sudden, the episode just shifts. We're on a glass office building in some city with some weird music playing. Yeah, it
1: gets dark, (laughs) and we get our shot of the Parsons building. Yes,
0: because there's a woman who gets out of a cab, and then the camera pans to the name of the building. And as it pans to the name of the building, it turns really, like, Twilight Zone and sinister. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay.
1: Big corporation.
0: is this like a different episode that accidentally got like chopped in (laughs)
1: um yeah it's the parsons building it's clearly a place where a lot of businessmen yeah
0: it's in the city um
1: i do have a question for you do you think there's a guy in there named alan
0: that's working (laughs) on a project
1: yeah i was like do you (laughs) think alan is working on a project for the parsons company
0: absolutely alan's
1: parsons project (laughs) Yes, I'm so sad you saw that coming. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be so clever. <laughs> I ruined that. I'm sorry. Do you want to try it again? No, I'll I percent. don't. <laughs> What's well, this <just> enough? <laughs> right. I liked it. It was very well Yeah, done. you saw it. You saw it coming. Though. I did, but it yeah, was beautiful.
1: Just a regular eye in the sky. <laughs>
0: Uh, As so, we cut to uh, who we find out is Mr. Parsons, (laughs) very nice, Uh, who's berating his two employees, who it turns out are the guys on the motorcycles. Right. uh, Because Jasper is still on the property that he wants to buy. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. Parsons is acting like a real slimy bastard, and (laughs) the guy with the broken arm, I didn't really give a name, but the other guy, only in this scene, does he for some reason remind me of a young jeff daniels but okay. like a bargain basement like right. if you can't afford jeff daniels and you only have ten dollars <laughs> like, right. you get this guy non-union non-actra <laughs> right so i continue to call him jeff daniels throughout the rest of this okay. whole thing um just so you know that's, okay that's why uh, anyways so those two leave and they're like i'll get that old codger off that place if it kills me or, or him,
1: kills him.
0: <laughs> so foreshadowing there yeah. you know Ooh. uh in the meantime the woman has made her way up find out her name is laura bailey she's in to see mr parsons she's
1: jane from tarzan
0: <laughs> she does have very much like the like the hat she's and got the,
1: the hat the curly yeah, hair like <laughs> a very soft she looks like jane from tarzan i, just,
0: I didn't put that together but yes she yeah does look like jane when well, we Tarzan. post this up
1: if <laughs> <Jane>. i remember <laughs> yes. we'll put a side-by-side comparison
0: yes <laughs> uh so she's jasper's niece it turns out uh and parsons wants her to help him convince jasper to sell and she says she hasn't seen him in 20 years so she doesn't think that he will listen to her
1: which is fair which I is
0: 100 percent fair he why would he listen to her he hasn't seen her in 20 years and then parsons who is so creepy <laughs> Uh, has the line, just let me read it. Okay, yes. so he says, Well, hopefully Mr. McGillicuddy is as vulnerable to charm and beauty as the rest of us. Well, hopefully
1: Mr. McGillicuddy is as vulnerable to um, charm and beauty as the rest of us.
0: Ugh, gross. Gross. <laughs> she's she doesn't care she doesn't care i mean she doesn't entirely be like she doesn't smile or be like oh sweet but she also doesn't go oh you creep yeah she's just like whatever okay like me i'm
1: right in the balls (laughs) right
0: (laughs) so laura goes i'll do what i can and then he winks at her winking is never okay (laughs) just (laughs) never (laughs) it always comes across creepy (laughs) And then we cut to some jaunty banjo music. <laughs> <laughs> We're back at the mine. Jasper's running out yelling, yeah, we did it. We struck a vein. And a car arrives, pulls up, and Jasper is annoyed and pissed off. So immediately. he immediately runs to get his gun, who I believe he called Bewley.
1: Oh, I didn't catch that oh, at no? all. He's got a name for the gun. <laughs>
0: yes. He says he's going to go get Bewley. It's
1: not Bojangles?
0: <laughs> Apparently not that's somebody else <laughs> uh, so he goes to get buley uh he shoots the gun and once again falls backwards doesn't learn his lesson
1: <laughs> yeah he just doesn't know how to brace
0: <laughs> he really doesn't bend his knees a little yep. uh so Lorik yells at jasper like i'm your niece blah. and he says it sounds like a woman don't it so his first woman line of the episode. Yes,
1: one of many. (laughs) It will
0: be. This is when I started to turn on Jasper. (laughs) Uh, I also really appreciated the shot of the driver tossing her bag out the the broken window (laughs) and taking off he's like i did not sign up for this you're on your own yeah so
1: jasper shoots at the car he blows out one of the windows yeah and the driver like drops off laura and is like yeah here's your bag and then just like immediately takes off
0: they paid me to get you here not to get you back yeah that's right (laughs) you're on your own uh so she keeps coming forward jasper keeps calling her girly uh, gross. Uh, <laughs> she keeps saying she's his niece. Jasper doesn't believe her. He doesn't understand how she could be little Lori. Yes. Right? Like from 20 years ago.
1: Yeah. He also says, uh, don't worry. I, ca- I won't shoot you. I've never shot a woman in my life. <laughs> yes.
0: Which, you know. How many men have you <laughs> shot? say you can infer that Jasper's a murderer. <laughs>
1: Jasper's a murderer. <laughs> Jasper, a begin attorney. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's why he needs that law degree
1: <laughs> he's got to defend himself <laughs> exactly there's a lot of murder charges
0: <laughs> right well um yes yeah, so he doesn't understand how years work <laughs> or aging
1: <laughs> yeah at all
0: yeah he's like you can't be a little laurie we're all grown up it's yeah. 20 years uh so she tells him a story about a chicken coop. Uh, seems to finally clue in that oh yep this is my niece yep. <laughs> uh, and laura says you haven't changed much uncle jasper to which jasper says changed why should i change sometimes you talk as silly as your mother feather-headed woman making no sense
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> do it again but with the accent
0: <laughs> you do <with> the accent
1: <laughs> i don't have the quote here <laughs> i have the <a> quote here But <laughs> well, you're all the way over there
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> Sometimes you talk as silly as your mother, featherhead a woman making no sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Thanks. And to which I wrote, that's rich Jasper coming from you. I'm the person who I can't understand and makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so then we get a like quick shot of Jeff Daniels filling up a gas tank or a gas yep. can, gas can uh, yep. talking about blowing stuff up. Cool. Back to Jasper, who's like bursting out of his shed. Uh, I guess him and Laurie have been talking, Laura, uh, and he yells, you darn fool, addlepated. wait, I'll do it with the accent this time. You darn fool, addlepated female, you ain't got the sense you were born with. Because she's been trying to convince him to sell, so clearly he's mad, yes. and that's his response. Of course. Again, another female slash woman line. Seems to be his go-to. Yeah. <laughs> Who writes these episodes? I should have looked up the writer. I put that
1: down, because he has a line later on uh okay well we'll get to the line but he has a line later on and i'm like somebody somebody (laughs) wrote this yes down
0: i know it was 1979 but it feels like every writer of every episode we've seen so far thinks that women are like plot points scenery or just dumb <laughs>
1: yeah we should start tracking because i think in the credits it says who's written the episode it does we should start tracking
0: we should and see
1: if we can like find a trajectory for like make a little bar graph about right. like sexism in general like per episode based on the writer right because i bet we could start to see like
0: i was gonna say we got the hobo harm scale so yeah could have some sort of like uh <laughs> yeah 70s sexist scale it's, <laughs> this one
1: would be pretty high
0: it would be so high. This might be the worst one so far, mm. uh, especially with the lines coming up.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so she's been trying to convince him to sell. He showed her something, I think like a nugget or something. We don't know what. He's it's, rattling it in, in a can. It's
1: shale. He's oh, that's got right. Yes. has shale. And we get he that. says, do you know what this is? And she goes, gold. And he's like, no, it's shale, <laughs> you idiot. And you then, know what shale means? And she goes, I don't know. And he's like. No, she
0: says gold, but this time excited. Yeah, She's gold? like,
1: gold? And he's like, no, shale means there's something else there. No, what I, does that oh, mean? I have this exchange. Okay, I have this you?
0: exchange written down. Uh, so all you need, you can be Laura. All okay. you need to say is gold after my lines. Kay. Okay. Uh, there, woman, what do you think that is? Gold? Shale. And what's under shale? Gold? Sludge, you ninny. <laughs> You got to be really daft not to know that there's shale and sludge. You're very likely to find gold. That's Gold? <laughs> like, that is their exchange. Would you know that where there's shale and sludge, there's gold? No. <laughs> no. I'd have no clue. None. Meanwhile,
1: Uh, the house is on fire. I was going
0: to say, because Hobo barks, there's jaunty banjo music playing. Jaunty banjo music. As they run to the smallest fire, smallest gasoline fire ever in the side of the shed. Not even the shed, it's like a pile of wood. But it is supposed to be dramatic. It is supposed to be dramatic because Jasper's yelling, Laura's trying to help, and he's telling her not to. The fire continues to rage. In quotation marks.
1: We need to talk about the jaunty banjo music a little more. <laughs> right?
0: Okay. What do you want to talk about?
1: There's there's like two different tracks. Yep. And they're both equally jaunty. Yes. And they just keep swapping them in and out. Yes. But they're they're continuously used for scenes that aren't jaunty. Yeah, I so I was trying to think, what other scenes in cinematic history <laughs> could use jaunty banjo music? Oh, good question. Like I thought of a couple movies. Okay. How do you feel? Okay, let me know. The end of Titanic?
0: Oh. You mean when she's lying on the Yeah,
1: don't let go, Jack. Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Promise me now, Rose. And never let go of that promise. I promise.
0: Yeah, I like it. Okay.
1: Um, the Green Mile.
0: Oh, No.
1: <laughs> Please, both. Don't put that thing up on my face. Don't put me in the dark. I was afraid to dark. <laughs>
0: so sad i love that movie okay anything else oh i was thinking uh jaws the scene where the sh- instead of the dunna, dunna right. if you play jaunty banjo music <laughs> that was the first one that came to mind and i don't know why come on Hupa, come on hey,
1: It's pretty good. I mean, the music for Jaws is iconic. <laughs> like, incredibly is. iconic. Absolutely. Yeah, I can use jaunty banjo music right? instead for the shark.
0: See what kind of tension that builds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't would be bad if it was just, like, the jaunty banjo music, but kind of slowed down <laughs> and in snippets. <laughs> yes. Like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. And then as the shark is like down, down, don do you'd be like, Oh,
0: oh no. It's redneck shark. <laughs> He's
1: I've got never a little NASCAR shark. hat on.
0: This is the new sharknado Redneck Shark. <laughs> redneck Shark. <laughs> We're gonna sell that. <laughs> okay. Copyright. That's how it works, right? <laughs> Look for it in your TVs in the next two months. <laughs> That's right. It
1: should be coming up on Netflix. Right. <laughs> it <laughs> can't crave. take that
0: long to make.
1: No. <laughs> We could do it.
0: I've got an inflatable shark. Great. (laughs) We've got a lake.
1: We've got a lake that's not quite (laughs) iced over yet. Right?
0: All right. So, um, oh yeah, the fire.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, the house is on fire. (laughs) Yes.
0: Hobo goes and grabs what a... Is a fire extinguisher? Like an old-timey fire extinguisher? It looks
1: what is it it looks like almost like like a a, canister yeah it looks like those old school and maybe it'll be those old school canisters that you would use for like insect repellent
0: yeah it definitely has that yeah like
1: it just it looks like a bicycle pump with like a little tube on the bottom of it
0: we get a few shots of laura just squirting that over (laughs) the fire uh and then voila the fire is out it's gone it's done i didn't know gasoline fires got put out that easily
1: it didn't spread.
0: No, it did not at all. It's like he just poured a drop of gasoline.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did a real bad job of lighting that place <laughs> really on fire. He really
0: did. Like, Not that I've ever committed arson, but I feel like you spread it out, you know?
1: Slosh it a bit.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Bad arsonist.
0: Um, so um, Jasper mentions that Parsons must be behind this, so Laura figures out what's going on. So we cut to her in Parsons' office like yelling at him, chewing him out, and then they get interrupted by Susan. Uh, who asks about bringing the bulldozers to Mr. McGillicuddy's. It is
1: McGillicuddy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, with her standing right there. Yep. Uh, uh, And Parsons is like, later.
1: (laughs) My god, woman, your timing. (laughs)
0: Right. Uh, And Laura has this line that she's like, if you ever wondered what it was like to wrestle a grizzly bear, you just try tangling with a McGillicuddy and a bailey. And storms out yep yep <laughs> i was like okay so parsons asks for jeff daniels but he's taking care of unfinished business yes uh and that parsons would know would understand Would understand and now parsons looks worried he suddenly is concerned he put him up to this yes he started oh, yeah. this whole thing
1: whatever it takes
0: why now is he concerned? Uh, anyways, it's nighttime. Jeff Daniels and his partner have a bomb. They put it in the mine. <laughs> yes, <They have. laughs> uh, the bomb from last episode.
1: Ah, uh, no, because they have.
0: Oh, they know, have the t like the dynamite. Yeah, theirs has up. a
1: time on it. Like yes. it has a little stopwatch on it. <laughs> yeah. Someone in the prop department made like half dozen bombs. Yes. And then we're like, oh. <laughs> What do I do with these? And I was like, "Don't worry, we'll write some episodes for you.
0: Right? Just hand them out like candy."
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, so um, lead bad guy here. He's bargain
0: basement Jeff Daniels. He has a name. Bargain basement Jeff
1: Daniels. (laughs) They're sitting in their car. He's got the bomb, and it's supposed to be night.
0: It is not night. (laughs) Because he puts
1: on his sunglasses. <laughs>
0: no, maybe he's like, what's his name? He like wears the sunglasses at night. Corey Hart. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, he can, so he can. So he
1: can. Yeah, he puts on his sunglasses, grabs a flashlight, <laughs> and heads directly into the mine.
0: Yep. Uh, anyways, he plants the bomb, uh, and then we cut to the morning. Mm-hmm. There's a car in front of Jasper's shack. Laura has bought it or it's hers. I'm not entirely sure how it got there. Jasper's yelling at her for buying it. And she's like, I'm going to go get some real food. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah jasper's been out hunting yes uh, he has two dead rabbits yep on his belt which was the style at the time yep and he's carrying them around and she's like i'm gonna get some stuff to go with those rabbits you just killed yeah and he's adamantly opposed to that <laughs>
0: he, he only eats what he hunts and grows grows <laughs> yeah. yeah which good for him very you know? hipster in this day and age i was gonna so. say in
1: 1979 he's a bit of an uh, outsider <laughs> nowadays that's like oh well, good on you man like <laughs>
0: yeah. but she's not having it she's like she's gone she takes off yeah uh hobo and jasper head into the mine jasper continues ranting some more about women it got a uh, real good line here i didn't write the whole line down. I wrote it down okay so you you your turn to do the accent here
1: oh boy <laughs> i don't think i've ever done an accent like that uh he says about women if you don't keep a sharp eye on them before you know it, they're slipping a leash around your neck that is a bad accent <laughs>
0: Ah, That's beautiful. (laughs) It was really
1: terrible. (laughs) Somebody wrote this.
0: Somebody wrote this.
1: Basically, if you don't keep your women in check, they'll get a stranglehold on you.
0: Right. And then he does call his sister uh, Janie. I don't know how he gets to this, but he calls his sister Janie a real nag.
1: A real nag. Her name is Janie, by the way. So maybe she is Jane from Tarzan. (laughs) Maybe. That's her daughter. (laughs) Right.
0: Uh, And I just wrote, I hate this man. So yeah, this I wrote. Is where I've turned.
1: I wrote down. <laughs> Jasper McKillicuddy is an asshole.
0: Right. This is the point in the episode where I was like, turns, ah. which is good because of what happens next. Yes. Uh, because they're in the mine doing their thing. Hobo takes a cart of dirt out, mm-hmm. and when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, is he gonna like? Does he know something's going on? Like, is the bomb on this cart?" Hobo has been very intuitive in every other episode supernaturally, when, so, when danger is nearby. Yes. So I was like, oh, he's gonna do something to stop this bomb, but he doesn't. He gets out of the mine and it explodes. Yeah. And I was like, maybe he's just really sick of Jasper too. <laughs> yeah. Back to the last episode, he's getting told to help these people. He does not want to help him. So he's like, meh, if he dies, he dies.
1: <laughs> yeah so jasper's in the mine yeah the bomb goes off
0: it It. that whole thing explodes they
1: blew it up like it's not a model that's a real <laughs> yeah they did was, a good job they
0: did a really good job i was gonna say you occasionally do some little some filming yeah you've tried to blow things up yeah it's difficult it's real hard
1: <laughs> to do <laughs> like not even safely. It's just hard to do anyway, right? really. Yeah, We tried to blow up a tiny little cabin we made out of cardboard, and it took three tries.
0: Right. So kudos to, yeah. I'm guessing the person who built the prop bombs might have also.
1: Maybe it was a real bomb. I was going to say. Maybe they were all real bombs. <laughs> right and they're like oh god <laughs> right. if i get caught with these i know i'll take them to ctv <laughs>
0: right they'll
1: never look for them there
0: tell them to use them in a show <laughs> yeah
1: uh just uh don't hit any of the switches <laughs> yeah
0: just don't touch anything yeah don't, don't touch the wires <laughs> so the mine explodes and yep. i wrote episode over yeah I Done wish. and done <laughs> right it's not Aww. uh So, did Hobo know? That's my question. Do you think Hobo knew?
1: I don't. I'm surprised you didn't hear the ticking, though, because the ticking is really loud. Very
0: loud. Yeah. And he found a bomb, like, in a locker. He has, like, known where guns are. He's known where people are in buildings with many doors. Yeah, he's
1: got sonar. Like, he's, (laughs) he's got dog sonar. He knows the layout of a building. He knows where everyone is. Right. But he doesn't know there's a bomb.
0: No. I was like, huh. He
1: doesn't even, even from, like, a realistic standpoint, he should be able to smell that a man <laughs> who was not McGillicuddy was in the mine,
0: right? Yeah. You know, I have questions about this. But he, d- yeah,
1: <laughs> I think, yeah. Do you think he wants
0: McGillicuddy? To I feel like he was just really fed up, and he was like, "I'm just gonna see what happens."
1: But he, he comes back.
0: <laughs> he does. He does crawl in to see if Mr. McGillicuddy is alive. He is, uh, and so oh, he, thank goodness, he's trapped. Of course, uh, stuff right. has fallen on him, so he sends Hobo off for help. Hobo runs to a road sees a car coming, and he plays dead. He just drops in the road. Yes, he does. Uh, uh, And the driver of the car pulls up, thinking he's hit a dog, and it turns out it's Mr. Parsons. Mr.
1: Parsons. On
0: his way to talk to Jasper.
1: Um, But also, at the same time, the happy banjo music starts up again.
0: Jaunty banjo music as Hobo runs around the car, steals the keys, and takes off so that Parsons will chase him. Are you trying to tell me you
1: want me to follow you?
0: You just say so. Uh, so they go to the mine. parson sees that it's collapsed. He follows, he sees the hole that Hobo crawled through. So he himself crawls through the hole uh, to find Jasper. And at this point, I noted it's a very spacious collapsed mine. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of room in there. <laughs> there's so
0: much room, and it is like very little actual damage. Cause yeah, Parsons is like standing up and like walking around very easily in this mine. He also he and Jasper don't know each other; they don't recognize each other. I don't know how long this has been going on, but I feel like they should have. Some point, some point, someone should have known who the other one was.
1: But that's okay, because Jasper tells Hobo not to come in. Hobo comes in, and then Parsons is in there, and Jasper says. Well, wow, you're a damn fool, whoever you are, but I love you all the same.
0: <laughs> well, you're a damn fool, whoever you are, but uh, I love you just the same. As soon as he gets out of the car, this is a different person than the businessman, Mr. Parsons.
1: Yeah, he has like three different characters in <laughs> <Right>? this episode.
0: <laughs> like I don't know what, like when he leaves the building, does he just change into like a nicer human being? Joyful, sporting <laughs> person. Right? It's ju- it's like somebody suddenly decided, oh, he needs to be a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, a different
1: writer took over. It,
0: right. Uh, so, they get Jasper free, and the mine collapses like as soon as they pull him out, despite right. it having been so spacious and lovely. Yeah. <laughs> it collapses. Uh, and Lori has returned. Yes. She recognizes Mr. Parsons, obviously. Uh, and starts yelling at him. And Jasper's response to the man who has been destroying his property and, like, almost killing him, if that fire had worked. Lori, have you taken leave of the little sense you have?
1: <laughs> he yells well, at Laura. <laughs> like, you forgot that McGillicuddy must have suffered some kind of head wound because he turns Irish. Oh, yes. For vote. About- 10 seconds right because up till now he's just been rambling on but out of nowhere he goes oh me property me head <laughs> and then immediately drops it <laughs> and that's done
0: i don't rightly know Lori. there was a whale of an explosion and me property fell on me head <laughs> but thanks to me partner and his friend here <laughs> you an interesting decision to make
1: it's a re- both as a writer and an actor right that is a real weird way to do things
0: right is that actor even irish i, I don't know <laughs> okay i was like this is real and just slipping through and but up scene. till now
1: he's been like i've never shot a woman <laughs> yeah. i've never all of it now he's just like oh me head <laughs> me property me lucky charms <laughs> Martin, <laughs>
0: she's collapsed. <laughs> a whole episode of that might have been better. Yeah. At least I can understand what he's saying. It's true. <laughs> uh, so, and this whole scene I wrote has a weird sort of rom com sub like subtext, sub vibe. I don't know. They're, yeah, like all of a sudden it's like, oh, is Laurie and Parsons gonna like overcome their differences? <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Why? Anyway, (laughs) we cut to Parson's office. Uh, He wants bargain basement Jeff Daniels to be paid off. uh, And if they haven't left town by tomorrow morning, he'll have them arrested. He's going to set them loose into the world.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. No uh, punishment, no arrests or anything for uh, terrorizing an old man, (laughs) destroying his property, lighting (laughs) his place on fire, trying to kill him with a bomb.
0: (laughs) Right nope yeah well parsons is behind that so obviously he doesn't want to go to the cops right because it'd come back to him
1: fair i don't feel like he's part of the bomb plot (laughs) he is
0: not part of the bomb plot that's true uh anyways laura comes back to apologize why i don't know she has nothing to apologize for
1: everyone's apologizing it's the most canadian Canadian. most canadian scene of the series so far (laughs)
0: like i'm sorry (laughs) oh i'm sorry i'm sorry Sorry,
1: i rescued (laughs) your uncle (laughs) well i'm sorry i yelled at you
0: (laughs) right and they casually mentioned that jasper has left he that he's gone but no context like he's left for the day he's been gone an hour he's trying to get caught
1: he like, <laughs> might be hiding <laughs> i don't know who
0: knows but it turns out he's there yes. he's been hiding waiting to make his entrance uh standing in the back office and he comes in in a suit uh and he says he doesn't care how he got blown up it was parsons fault but yes. he doesn't care jasper's such a forgiving man <laughs> uh, that he owes parsons for saving his life I mean, yes, but also Parsons caused this whole situation. Yeah. Uh, and he gives Parsons his land. Yeah, gives him the deed. Why? <laughs> Why? I have so many questions. Because
1: you have to end the episode it's somewhere. It's true. You
0: couldn't give it to Laura. No? No, no. Uh, so, and then Susan, with her great timing, cuts back in asking about bulldozing <laughs> the property again. <laughs> and Parsons says, Not while Mr. McGillicuddy is alive.
1: Not while Jasper McGillicuddy is alive.
0: Uh, And Laura smiles. (sighs) Hobo's been watching from the doorway. Uh, It's just a beautiful scene. It's great. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, And then we get a quick shot back at the mine. Jasper Jasper being an
1: absolute dickhead.
0: yelling at the people who are rebuilding. Parsons has paid for it to be rebuilt. Yeah. And Jasper is just yelling at them. I have no idea what he's saying. Oh, you're tearing it down. You should be building it up.
1: He's just, (laughs) just, I feel like like the director just set up the camera with the cameraman. And (laughs) we're like, we're going to hit record. Yeah. And we're gonna come back in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, you just go nuts, right? Okay, because it doesn't feel scripted. It feels like he's just rambling on.
0: It definitely feels like he's just getting out his own frustrations. Maybe he's had like you know a renovation project and he can't <laughs> yell right. at them, so he's now doing it.
1: Yeah, he was putting carpet in the bathroom and they didn't do a <laughs> no, good job.
0: Okay. Uh, so yeah, Jasper's yelling at the crew. Lauren Parsons are looking on. They're looking all cozy. Uh, and Hobo is like he's piecing out. Oh, he's instantly. alive. Jasper continues yelling, and Hobo is gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he runs off into the yeah. desert, to the wilderness. And he's like, "But yeah, this is better than here."
0: <laughs> right? And he's like, "Jasper's alive. It's fine. Yeah, continue I'm, on." I'm
1: done. I, my job's done. I gotta go home.
0: And that is the episode. Ray, what'd you think, Stefan?
1: I was entertained.
0: It was entertaining.
1: I was entertained. Uh, Jasper McKillicuddy is not a good man. No, I do not like him. Nope um this is
0: two episodes in a row with a hero in quotation marks that we don't like that we don't like
1: yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah it's worth a watch i guess
0: just if you just watch it so you can try and decipher what he's saying yeah just begin attorney like (laughs) what what (laughs) Uh, yeah
1: how do you feel
0: i'm i'm on the same page as you i mean those women lines really just i mean just made me sigh and shake my head but I did enjoy this episode. Okay. I still want to know why Hobo didn't find the bomb. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions. Uh, but yeah, I think it's worth a watch. It's definitely better than last week's episode. Good stuff. For sure. So All this right. brings us to our hobo harm scale.
1: I gave it a 0. Absolutely. He doesn't do anything that's even remotely dangerous.
0: <laughs> he crawls through a hole. Yeah. He plays dead on a road. It's disappointing. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I
1: want to see some dogs doing some dangerous he things. He skydived
0: out of the in the first episode. Yes. Pick it up, London. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> okay. So what are I agree. I you for. <laughs> <laughs> right? I agree. A 0.
1: Um, do you have a hobo fight?
0: Uh, so I did have a hobo fight. Um fake bargain basement Jeff Daniels versus real 1979 jeff daniels <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i don't know who would win i feel I like a real it jeff stalemate. it could be maybe they'd be friends
1: <laughs> or maybe the fake one would kill the real one and take his place <laughs> maybe we never know
0: could be what happened but it could be <laughs> he really doesn't look very much like jeff daniels it's that one scene for some reason in my mind
1: <laughs> just clicked that's
0: where it went yep. but yeah so that's my hobo fight those Kay. two good you? stuff
1: i have uh jasper mcgillicuddy versus anyone because the guy's an ass
0: <laughs> i also like that yes anyone who will take him down yes ronda rousey anyone <laughs> anyone who'll take <laughs> right. him down yeah. i'm not picky uh very nice i like it all right anything else we need to talk about about this episode no anything else you want to say <laughs> no no <laughs>
1: I'm just going to put in some happy banjo music just as play. this episode closes. I
0: was going to say, just throw some jaunty banjo music over as I yeah. say. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Littlest Podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it'd be super. Tell us anything. Uh, send us in your jaunty happy <laughs> banjo music <laughs> right. you you recorded.
0: <laughs> that'd be great. We'll use it.
1: <laughs> Why not? We'll give a shout out. Absolutely.
0: All right. And Stefan, are you going to take us home with uh, your. For sure. Still not relevant.
1: Still not relevant <laughs> sign off.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, until next time, fellow hobos, up on that train and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan.
0: And I've been Katie. Take care. Choo choo.